Welcome to the New Beginnings Finding Your Purpose podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall, and this is take um, probably one million on marriage today because uh, it just didn't seem right. It didn't come out right. It came out angry. It came out frustrating. But before I forget to tell you, uh, number one, um, if you want to read my story of restoration uh, in marriage, uh, lessonsfromanaffair.com is where you can find my husband and my story. Number two, I will tell you if social media had been around in 1997, if the internet had been around like it is today in 1997, I can't tell you that we would have been reconciled and I can't tell you that we would have had restoration. But at that point in time, all I had was a brand new faith in God and prayer. And I believe with my whole heart that we need to get back there. Today, we're going to talk about marriage. Today, I want to talk about the um, wedding vows. So here is the traditional wedding vow. I blank take you blank. And this is going to be for the women to take, to be my wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poor in sickness and in health to love and to cherish till death do us part. And hereto I pledge you my faithfulness. So let's break this down. And before we do this, let me just caveat preface this with whatever is I get really frustrated when people rewrite their vows because they're they don't want to say part of these or they want to take things out you know there are scriptures there are things and and um and I think we need to get back to it I think we need to get back to the traditional wedding vows but we also need to know what they mean and we need to take them to to heart and if you've been married a hundred years or joking haha if you've been married 50 plus years 30 plus years if you've only been married two years one year six months I'm hoping you're listening to this podcast and and maybe something I say today will help you because see marriage isn't about just walking down the aisle and saying these vows and then forgetting them it's not about how how do you squeeze the toothpaste from the middle or from the end or how do you fold your towels in try in you know trifold or into half or you know, or does the toilet paper go forward or backward? Marriage is how do we do life? How do you take two completely different people and put them together to become not one person, but a family? And I think that's part of what we get wrong is we, we lose our identity in marriage and we lose um, who God created us to be. And we think we have to become subservient. We have to become less than, especially in the female world. We have to become a doormat, and that's completely wrong. That is a wrong teaching, a wrong theology. We have been created out of the rib of Adam. We are, as my husband loves to say, I'm his prime rib. Um, and he loves to say in some of his teachings that, you know, we weren't created out of the foot bone because we are not under him. We are created next to him as a complementarian person in this marriage doing life together. So back to the wedding vows. I take you, I take you to have you and to hold you from this day forward. Right now, your partner in crime, in life, doing life together for better, for worse. Again, I hope that you'll have a whole lot better, better <laughs> than worse. But it implies that when the tough comes 
you will stay in there and you will fight. The challenge is going to be listening to God and not the world. And I need also to kind of cut caveat, preface this with, make sure you're actually listening to God, big G, and not God, little G. Because we all have our ideas of what God is saying. But if you really read the Bible, he's not saying it at all. He is not okay with a lot of the stuff we do in our marriages and throwing away our marriages. But I'll leave that right there for right now. For richer, for poorer. I hope you're not in for the money. Because if I was, yeah, we would have been gone a long time ago. But in Philippians, Paul says that Christ is the one who gives him strength to do whatever we need to do. The problem is with social media today, we go to our Facebook account. We go to our Instagram account. We try to find it and we try to look and we, oh, but look, they have a better life or whatever. And, oh, well, this person said to do this. Or, no, this person said, no. What does God say? God gives you the strength to stay in it for the fight. Sickness and health. I cannot tell you how many people I have seen. Well, didn't sign up for that. You know, I'm sorry. Sorry you got in that accident. Sorry you have this life-changing disease. Um, yeah, I didn't get into that. I didn't sign up for this. So, um, see you later. Sayonara. Have a great life. No, that's not what this says. In sickness and in health. God has the ultimate plan. You need to walk it out. God didn't just all of a sudden go, oh, I didn't see that coming. From the beginning of time, he knows what's happening. He's created us as masterpieces to do good works. Okay. We just have to walk it out, but we have to walk it out together in a marriage side by side to love and to cherish you know what we don't even know how to cherish anything anymore there are so many things that I wish I could go back and get um, things that you know were from either a childhood or my grandparents childhood or whatever it is I wish there were things that we could go back and get but you know, we just didn't cherish them. We didn't cherish time. We didn't cherish um, events. We didn't cherish our loved ones. And then they're gone. To love and to cherish. Find out what that really means. And to cherish your marriage. To cherish your husband. To cherish your wife. To cherish the relationship. Don't let other things get in the way of you cherishing your marriage. Till death do us part. And here too I pledge you my faithfulness. Till death do us part. And here too I pledge you my faithfulness. You know what? I think that's the part we forget. Faithfulness. Well, I didn't sign up for this or I, I need to go, I just need to go find myself and, and this isn't what I signed up for. And I had plans. I had goals. I want to do this. I wanted to do that. And well, I didn't get to go to college and, and have fun like you. And I, I want to go out and do this and I want to go out and do that. You know what? Faithfulness. My husband and I were talking the other day. He says, you know, there's only one thing I have done 
more consistently in my life or have done longer in my life than be married to you. And I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a guess as what it was. And he said, my bodily functions, eating and pooping. <laughs> but it just got us to think we have been together longer than we were apart. We do life together. That's what happened though when we had our problems in our marriage in 1997 as we started doing life differently. We started doing life apart. I started to think that I didn't have a voice in our marriage. I didn't think that um, I could do stuff that I wanted to do and that our marriage started to take a turn and then somebody else started paying attention to my husband because I wasn't because see I thought that I you know I should do things differently um maybe the church had a bar to play in I I they did because I was a new Christian and and they told me I was supposed to be submissive and I was supposed to be underfoot and I was supposed to be home and and again I it was a perfect storm of losing who I was and so I wasn't cherishing my husband I wasn't cherishing our relationship I wasn't cherishing who God created me to be and Satan swooped in found that little crack and tried to destroy our lives and our marriage don't be that person today don't let Satan destroy what God brought together. Don't let Satan tell you that life, <clears throat> that you, you know, that you had all these goals and all these dreams and that you should go follow them. You know what? Talk to your spouse. Follow them together. Follow them together. Why does it have to be either or? Why can't you go together? If God brought you together, if you are living for God in a Christ-following relationship, in this marriage, why can't you do them together? And also, be careful of a false peace. Satan is here to kill, steal, destroy. And I've realized recently that there's people out there that say, oh, I have a peace about everything. I have a peace about it. It's great. I have a peace. I'm thinking that Satan has created this false peace in our lives because we're not even being faithful to God. We're not being faithful to his teachings. We're not being faithful to what he has called us to do. He's not being, we have not even been faithful to the small things, the marriage that he put us in that we've created this family and yet we expect him to give us greater things. Marriage starts at home. Marriage between a husband and wife. Dream together. Goal set together. Come back together under the Lordship of Christ. Let the Lord be the head of your marriage. 
In order to do that, though, you both have to have God as the head of your lives. And I'm not talking the God that you have created, the little G. I'm talking the big, the big G. Because we have created we have created a sense of peace in our lives with a false God. And that scares me. It scares me for marriages out there today. It scares me for marriages that are going to start because they rewrite their vows so they don't have to love and cherish till death do us part. And here too, I pledge you my faithfulness. Maybe we need to go back and reread those vows again. And maybe it's time for us to get back to and, and say, Hey, Jesus, I need to repeat these vows to you. Hey, Jesus, I need you. I need you to be my all in all. I need to have and hold you from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. I need to love you and to cherish you, Jesus. The cool thing is, is it won't be until death do us part. It'll be until death do us come together in a glorious heavenly body. But until that time, I pledge you my faithfulness. Maybe it's time to go back to Jesus and start at square one so that we can reconcile our marriages after we reconcile ourselves to the big G, God, the creator, the maker of heavens and earth. Have a great day. And I pray for your marriage. I pray for your life. I pray that it's not too late and that you will find your way back to a reconciliation with Christ, a reconciliation with God, and a reconciliation in your marriage. If you need to talk, please reach out. If you don't have a pastor, if you don't have a church, please reach out to us. And let's, let's take our marriages back for Christ. I thank you for listening, and I hope you have a blessed day.